Oh, hello, Meathead Hippie Podcasters. It's your Meathead Hippie, Emily Shrum. This will be the last Emily filming on her own in her living room on the floor podcast because I'm so stoked to officially have a podcast studio again, House of Pod. I will be filming there and recording there with some interviews this week, which is so exciting. But I had to jump in and do a solo podcast just because there's so much happening and I feel very called to share this. There's uh, a lot of energy and I like this energy. I like the feel. I like the weirdness. I like the head feeling in a fishbowl. I like the unknown. And for a long time, I liked the unknown because it was chaos and I didn't like stability, but now I'm learning the middle of having that unknown be stable and trusting the middle, right? That's ultimately what we all are fighting for. And we're hitting this beautiful season of Libra within two days. And on 9:22, which is just such a special day, it's the anniversary of my gym, Platform Strength. It's the anniversary of my supplement line, Empirica. It's the anniversary of so much being birthed. And what that means for me is that it's not lost upon me that the birthing happens when things are in balance. So Libra being this beautiful balance of energy, right arm up as much as the left arm and left arm up as much as the right arm, imagining this gorgeous goddess with her hands at the side holding balance and feeling as if it could be held forever that is what we all get to walk into but in order for us to walk into that and use that energy in all the ways we must recognize what has currently or is in current dying (laughs) what has had death because in order for life to be birthed there has to be death so for me i'm really holding on to with this full moon, I'm feeling all the things that I need to, to feel what has um, kind of happened in my life and what is happening. And this transition of us, you know, going through change, all of us are going through it and we are all in the middle. And what's so beautiful about this full moon is it's at 5.54, 5.55 tonight on Monday, but then it instantly goes into the void of course which means that it's in a sign of Pisces, but then as soon as it's in that full minute, the moon is no longer in Pisces. It's actually in a big, long transition as the moon heads towards Aries, which is all about the action we can now take. And so there is, if we can do this right, using this energy correctly, we can really actually feel everything we need to feel, not giving it judgment. Like I told somebody the other day, I'm like, I'm going through these feelings of temper tantrum, like a five-year-old temper tantrum to a 45-year-old soul goddess. It's like, I'm feeling it and then I'm letting myself be wise and I'm feeling it and I'm letting myself be patient. And I let myself feel that, right? Because if not, then we're not feeling it. We're, We're repressing it and our body will hold it in some place or some way. So giving myself permission, but also doing it with no harm and doing it with no um, animosity or bitterness or resentment. It's just my own process of feeling the things and letting myself feel it. And also being very conscious of how I am sharing it. It's so easy for us to, you know, we want to share and we want to talk and communicate. There's actually a lot of that energy. Like I've been more social than I've ever been in my entire life, but easily we can just kind of take our vibration and just shit the bed with it. It's like, we're in a space, we're good. How quickly can we start to talk about conversations or have a conversation that pulls us down into like, 
womp womp negativity so again kind of realizing the releases recognizing it letting ourselves feel it but not letting ourselves be in it just being like oh okay there it is move on and so for this full moon and for this energy and for in general all the things that are happening it's just mostly me wanting to share that there is a beautiful way for us to okay feel how do we do that I believe fully and completely that this bird quiz, this personality test, even though it might seem out there, which it just absolutely is, but if you're not quite sure how to use it, this is the chance because it is the process of feeling. In my book, The Process, I write about do, feel, and know. This is the triangle of manifesting. And so if we are always in the do and the feel in the feel and the do, and we struggle with the know, we absolutely will have a hard time making the things we want happen. And so if we're looking at balancing that triangle, we have the do, we have the feel, and now we are always working on the know, which is always about this deeper understanding of our purpose and in general connecting to something bigger than us, not just living through the motions, but having a light and a brightness that's much bigger and seeing ourselves as all connected which is, of course, why I'm obsessed with personality tests and astrology and astronomy and looking at the sky. It's like, oh, I remember. (laughs) There's so much more. But if we don't tap into the feel, which is what Pisces moon is all about, there's just such a struggle. It's such a struggle of burnout and getting ourselves to a place and then feeling really empty once we get to that place and then filling up the void and getting empty and filling up the void and feeling empty. So what I wanna share is just the process of how to feel in a way that maybe is helpful for you today. And I think that all of us have a different way of how we feel. And that's why these archetypes in this bird quiz, whether you are a B, I, R, or D, a beluga, impala, rattlesnake, or deer, I think we hold and we feel things differently. And so with a beluga, we do feel more than we might realize. And so if we see ourselves, if we are a high percentage of beluga, if not all beluga, we are going to very easily need to get um, into our body more than our head. And so it's really using our body and really using the ability to use sound frequency or sound bass and feeling things and knowing that you're not going to be able to think your way through them. That's that's just not how a beluga moves. A beluga is all about experience. And so what experiences can you bring into your life, whether that is listening to an astrology podcast, which Tiff has for our members this week, um, whether it's looking out at the moon and just staring at the sky, whether it's doing a sound bath or doing some sound work, tuning forks, or in general, just beautiful Spotify playlists of crown chakra sound baths. Can we learn how to feel something more than we think about it? Because if we are thinking about it, we will always feel disconnected because that's the do versus the feel. And so for me as a beluga, it's like, okay, what can I do to really like feel as fast as possible? And of course, listen to the beluga podcast, but it's water, it's baths, it's showers, it's, it's in general hearing water, even sound, it's going to a lake, it's putting my feet in water, and it's also anything that will allow me to have feeling and vibration. So that's a lot of the sound work and sound healing and singing bowls that I've been doing with our beautiful instructor, Allie. And so finding ways to tap into that in your own life 
is just absolutely necessary. And I think that there's maintenance that we can do day to day. And then there is kind of these big retreat style things that you can really immerse yourself in and experiences. And so however you can do that, please do it. I don't know exactly how long it'll take for me to build experiences around the world for beluga and ball rattlesnake deer, but I'm going to try because that's just who I am. So finding that with a beluga and then for an impala, you have to flow. You have to get out of everything that teaches you that uh, you are supposed to be contained. You need to find freedom, but then at the exact same time, you need to recognize that it is the grounding and stability of an impala that keeps an impala from feeling as if they are in overwhelm and not good enough. And so it's this perfect balance of finding freedom, but then using the energy of deer. So as an impala, if you start to feel yourself tip into too many choices, too many decisions, too many things at once, notice that as soon as you can so that you can ground and stabilize and root. And also a fun thing about human design, if you look at your human design and see if your root is empty or filled or opened or uh, filled, I guess is the right word, and I'm not an expert at this by any means, but noticing if that is you in any way, how quickly and how important the rooting and the deer work or the medicine of deer is needed so that you can absolutely fill yourself up with self and with nature, not with others, because you will be looking to others or, or at others wondering why you don't have the, that root filled versus it coming from yourself. And so literally sitting in a river or sitting on the ground or filling it up consciously, energetically, like visualizing red or pele or lava. Uh, and then moving to rattlesnake energy. And this is just what's so important is figuring out how to get a rattlesnake out of their head because you are so analytical and thoughtful and clear and concise and sometimes prophetic and psychic. It's like, okay, that's a, that's your gift. That's your power. But that's not Pisces. That's logical. So what can we do to feel? And that is all breath work. It is like even doing that for five minutes straight, trying not to shrug your shoulders, but feeling your expansiveness in your belly and in your root and in your sacral and in your solar plexus and inhaling, holding for six seconds, exhaling, holding for six seconds. Like those types of things are not just like you know, nice to have. These are like non-negotiables in my life because if not, I'm just in my head. And another trick for rattlesnake is to write. What are you doing to write, 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 which is perfect for a Pisces full moon. Journal prompts, weirdness, doodles, poetry. Just take a pen and just start going. Don't overthink it. Just get it out of your head. Get it onto pen and paper or through pen into paper. And What's so cool is that I've just really noticed how because I am no longer in Maui, I am in Denver, the geography has changed and so my needs and my medicine has changed. A beluga needs rattlesnake and I am full rattlesnake in Denver. So I am fully embodying that rattlesnake and it was so crazy, you guys. I had like the most rattlesnake day. I had a beautiful member of the gym give me a rattlesnake wood omen plate. I had rattlesnake earrings i found rattlesnake shoes i found a rattlesnake corduroy shirt i had like literally like a rattlesnake show up on a wall and then a rattlesnake gets if it's like non-stop it was like oh my god i just became the rattlesnake and that is who i need to be in this moment and that might not make any sense except it is fully embodying i am the wounded healer chiron energy of like 
I'm going through this shit in real time, right alongside with you. And there is no, here is me with lots of advice. It's like, oh my God, this shit is so hard. But I appreciate that so much because that is always how I've learned and evolved and transformed. And I am ready to go through that new round of transformation. And so I'm so excited about it. As I heal, I pause, I heal. And then from that place, I create an or and or I teach. And I think we forget that with rattlesnake energy is to kind of come back to the pause and the heal and not always feel like we have to constantly go, 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 because that's not how that shit works. And then finally, the deer. How does a deer find this rooting and how do you stay in that rooted space? Um, of course, boundaries in general, but really recognizing your need for nature and your need for beautiful sounds. And so whether that's hand pan or my dear Spotify playlist that I made for you all, or whether it is just in general, uh, recognizing nature and its role in your life, that is going to be the quickest, most efficient way for you to get grounded. And I also am so excited because I have herbs in the publication that I wrote for you guys about each type. There's herbs for each type. So there's micronutrients, supplements that are truly like non-negotiable for each type because of the patterns and energy that we hold like a beluga in their brain. If you do not take care of your brain as a beluga, all stress and all hormonal issues and adrenal issues ultimately come from your brain, right? Your pituitary. So if we are really understanding crown and energy of beluga being attached to something much bigger than what is small and physical, we have to make sure our brain is Deflamed, And so really de-stressing our brain and bringing that down. So we do that through food and micronutrients and herbs. The best example for deer is yarrow. It is a protector. It is boundary. It is literally my favorite herb in the world because it has held me and kept me in spaces and places that I would have not been able to handle. The best example is going to herb farm in Medford, Oregon, when I was working with herb farm. Fantastic over 40 years, best in the world, in my opinion, like such a, you know, for me, the vision of what I want to bring to the world with tea and herbs, it's like really inspired by that space, by that farm, herb farm. They have created so many different ecosystems. They run their whole land regeneratively. They give their land break. So if you are, if they're growing milky oats or uh, in general, oat straw, for four to five years in one plot of land, they have to give cover crop. They have to rotate and put cover crops so that that land has time to heal. And they do all of that. That's the beautiful conversation we're going to have with one of the farms from Maui, La Cahaya, in an interview at House of Pod coming up. It's just so exciting to see these happen and then see how I can partake in this and bring back tea and build your own apothecaries and help you all learn about herbs in a big, powerful way through land through people doing this and so when i was at herb farm and i went into their manufacture facility i like couldn't even breathe it like knocked me off my axle it was just like Ooh, what is this feeling and it was absolutely the idea that if we are creating space for ourselves and really understanding who we are and how much you know we are powerful and wonderful and amazing but for me, highly sensitive and empathetic. Of course, that means that when I am surrounded by gallons and gallons and gallons of hundreds of types of herbs, it's going to feel like I got hit by a truck. But if I hold yarrow or I take yarrow, that feeling subsides immediately. And that happens even in my house when I'm looking at uh, 
moving. I just moved and now I have my own apothecaries and my herbs were everywhere. And it was like, oh my God, I can't get grounded. I'm so scattered. Oh, I need my yarrow. And I put them all in places. And now I am able to kind of function in a way that I didn't even know was possible. So it's just this beautiful understanding as we open ourselves up to more of this world, we also have to protect ourselves, right? We have to energetically hold space for ourselves for the good and the bad. And knowing that it's just all a learning experience and long story of it, I am excited because we are putting together just like Platform Strength in Denver has flagship classes and we have a beautiful gym and a facility for strength training we are now adding a layer of energetic healing so what support is needed for beluga impala rattlesnake and deer sound bass for beluga mm. we have <laughs> we have a dance for impala free flow dance and wild dance rattlesnake breathwork and deer guided meditations so let's add a layer of this these classes and this energetic structure to healing and that's what's kind of coming to fruition through Lisa of Neurosculpting Institute. And when I went to her house, her whole house is like covered in yarrow. Yarrow will not stop growing. And I've talked about this before in a podcast that I was on, but in general, like one of the most beautiful things, Hawaii, Hawaii Islands, they are sacred. And we need to have big conversations about the way that land was taken and now how they cannot even own land and now we come and we just kind of do our own tourist thing and then we leave and we don't give back and it's just not okay and when I think about what is my gift to give to Maui because of all that she has given me it is the recognizing of how we give back to local economy and to land when we do go visit these places and it it is so beautiful the way that they speak about land but it's just because they know it's not even the way it's just who they are at their core there is a saying that a plant will grow three months the cure for a disease will grow three months before the disease comes to the land comes to the village comes to the community so land knows so when I see herbs show up and when I see things growing in certain areas I very much listen it is important for us to listen to that it's healing us it's always giving us what we need and we just trample and tromp and stomp and we don't pay attention and if we could give one thing to the world right now today it's our awareness it's awareness which turns into gratitude because there's no way that we can live this life watching molin helping our lungs grow in in between cracks in the middle of a city that's over polluted and overpopulated and gentrified and it's saying here take me I am good for you I am here to help I'm trying to help and if we can really understand that and really have respect for it then we could start to change that relationship so today I'm going to go harvest yarrow with Lisa from Neurosculpting Institute and I am so thrilled and excited because this is my favorite herb and I can't wait to figure out what to do with it we have uhaloa Uh, We are also going to start launching pre-made meals at the gym with juices and really start to pull in this beautiful ecosystem of wellness from the ground up.
from Mother Earth to macros to micros to movement to meditations to mobility. How can we see wellness as one living, breathing, breathing thing? And this is what I have to release with the full moon is like, I don't know how it's all going to work, but I feel it and it's right. And I need to let go of the details and I need to just let it be. And all that negativity, all that death that has happened in order for me to get to this place, I recognize, I respect, and I am so grateful for because I wouldn't want any other things to happen. I would, I do, it's just all happening in its own time. So letting go of the detail, letting go of the negativity, constantly seeking the truth, but then staying grounded in the sense that you know that what is happening in your life right now is in and for the highest good. And for that, I am so excited. Thank you for being a listener. We'll have some highly podcasted or production, I don't know, better production, sound quality. Thanks for bearing with me. I'm even going to bring back the numbers for the Me IDP podcast because then you'll like know, okay, this is like an actual interview versus M's random tangents. But regardless of why you're here, I'm so thankful for it. I hope you have a beautiful full moon and I will see you soon with some new podcasts on uh, very meathead stuff about programming and program design and getting jacked because I am full on the mission of getting jacked and then with La Cahea Educational Farm from Maui talking about their farm tours and talking about tarot and poi and in general how we can give back to land and also to community and people. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and I can't wait to be back online.